back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite examination, inquiry, study, inspection, exploration, consideration of all things Reddit. You Googled investigation. Investigation synonym. Wow. (laughs) You are nosy. Yeah. Do you guys know what a metonym is? No. I learned it from Sarah Marshall. What she is told it? Me, a metonym is like when someone says, who's the vodka soda? And then you go, I'm the vodka soda. It's you're not saying you're like the vodka soda. You're you not are. saying you're saying you are the thing. It's like, is it mina or meta? A metonym. I don't so understand. T? Yeah. With a T. That makes sense. It's like, who's the iced coffee? And then you're like, it's you're a, putting yourself in. You're which the thing. What meta yeah. is, is that you're. Why did they bother to come up with a name for that? Because why? What, what, what is There's that? a name for almost everything. There's yeah. a name for the little better think end, of something. End, end of your uh, drawstring. Drawstring. An aglet. <laughs> yep. An aglet? Yeah, that's called an aglet. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. A metonym is a figure of speech in which a concept is referred to by the name of something closely associated with that thing or concept. So that's not at all what you just no, described. It is. it is. It's like you're the thing, but it's, well, this here says... Referring to the president of the United States as the White House. It's like a person being like a uh, thing. Okay, yeah. that one makes more sense yeah. to me. Okay, so I would now like to go to a subreddit entitled Scary Signs. <laughs> okay. You're already cackling. Just oh, I was on this subreddit earlier. It's just such a cute such a cute name for a subreddit and it's basically people taking photos of signs that are scary and this sign it says the mountains will be just as cold and lonely tonight as they were 200 years ago oh my god do not ski alone okay what's more upsetting is this little picture of this of this i'm assuming man who knows under a tree with his ski poles. And he's all alone he's because all he skied alone. alone. And he's scared and he's like hugging his knees. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. I would argue because of global warming, it's not as cold. True. Well, some places are still cold. <laughs> yeah, but as cold. Yeah. All right. Oh, as 200 years ago. That's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a good point. Do not ski alone. That's so terrifying. My boyfriend skis and he was telling me, he's like, oh, you don't want to get stuck in a tree well. And I was like, what the fuck is a tree well? You just get stuck in the middle of the trees with like a snow all around you and you die. I you got, fall into a tree well. I got stuck in in the back, my backyard as a kid. In the snow? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, why would they wouldn't have- find you till they thought you out. <laughs> well, well, my mom found me. Okay. How old were you? I don't know. I haven't told this story before. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a classic A-Raz story. So I lived at a house that had a big hill and we were walking the dog that my dad later made us give away. Mm -hmm. And thank you. And then I was like, oh, look, the hill is covered in ice. It would be fun for me to climb up this hill and then slide down it. Yeah. And my mom was like, you do you. I'm going inside. (laughs) And so then I like I climbed my way up the whole backyard a hill and then I started to slide down it only to realize I was headed straight first into our jungle gym. (gasps) And I thought that's not good. So then I decided to veer into the off to the right. But then when I veered off into the right, there was a bank into the woods and I slid down the bank into the woods and then I couldn't get out of there because that was covered in ice, too. Of course. So I was trapped in my own backyard. Oh God! You didn't answer my question of how old you were. I don't know. I was like eight. I have okay. no idea. That's what, so how they get you Because I mean, like, 
eight is different than like three, you know? No, I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I don't think my mom would have let me do that <laughs> at three. Think yeah. Ruth was like, have fun. <laughs> I don't know what y'all do in your household. <laughs> but then I was like in the back trying to climb out and I was stuck there. And my sister saw me through the window, saw that I was out there and was like, oh, I guess she's playing. <gasps> didn't tell anybody and then finally my mom came to find me and i was trapped in the woods and so she had to get a big stick and pull me out wow scary your yeah. mom went through a lot i know my poor mother yeah great lady though the best she's really been traumatized a lot by you specifically <laughs> wow well i think she would agree i think she would agree I, I think there's a tie. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Another subreddit that I found is called Benign Existence, which I guess is just people sharing sort of just like their lives. Yeah. Like not the most exciting part of their life, but benign moments. But I would argue this is pretty intense. So the person writes, I have been misunderstanding my husband for our entire relationship. <gasps> no. This is so, so adorable. It's not that sad. It's just like, it's just kind of funny. Sometimes when I say or do something my husband dislikes, he'll sharply exhale in my general direction as if he's unhappy with me and he must express it, but not in a way that will be upsetting to me. Okay. And that's okay. I've always sharply exhaled right back at him. And sometimes I even stick my tongue out at him like I'm six years old again. Then I usually grin and move on to whatever we'll be doing next. And soon enough, he follows. It does work the other way around as well, though not nearly as often. Okay. See, this is what we would do when I was little. In a conversation, someone would say or do something you didn't necessarily like, so you'd sharply exhale at them. It was a way to say, I don't agree with you in this moment, but I still love you very much, and I want you to be happy, so we're going to do what you want instead of what I want. Then the other person would exhale back, generally with a scrunched-up face, to communicate, I'm sorry you don't really want to do this. It sure is appreciated you're joining me because I love you very much. Okay. These are really intense uh, signals. It makes sense, though. And that was it. There was never any lingering negative feelings afterwards because they'd already been expressed and we were moving on. Yeah. My husband wanted extra cuddle time this morning. I did not. I told him I wanted to get up and drink coffee instead. He sharply exhaled at me. I did it right back. He looked at me, clearly a little hurt, and asked why I always did that. I countered with asking him why he did it first, and he clarified that he only does it when he's really <gasps> struggling to breathe. Oh, no. God. <laughs> Folks, I felt and still feel like such a jerk. He does, in fact, struggle with breathing, especially first thing in the morning, but I never put two and two together before because sometimes I'm just that extremely dense. I clarified my side of things and told him that this whole time I thought we were communicating pleasantly. He asked me how the fuck was anyone supposed to know sharp exhales had meanings. Wow. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a thing everyone did. Apparently not. My side of the family, as I have learned since moving out, was just really freaking weird. <sighs> this man has been thinking that I'm mocking him <laughs> for near 14 years oh, now. No. I don't even think I can ever apologize enough. At least for now, he's getting his extra cuddle time and is passed out for the time being. It's usually his job to make breakfast, but once he's up, I'm going to make him a spectacular meal. It won't magically fix things, but I'm probably going to be apologizing until we're 80. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's so wild. But also, like, makes so much sense to me that that kind of misunderstanding could happen. Yeah, she's saying that his family was, like, mean to him or whatever so he accepted mockery and like was didn't think it was a big deal my question uh, is 
has he been around her? I would think so in 14 years, been around her family. Yeah. And noticed if they did it to each other. Yeah, but maybe it's so subtle or it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like. <sighs> yeah. Or if it's it like, just be like. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm fascinated by like nonverbal communication. Yeah. Or like the ways that people like misread. Like, I feel like people misread stuff all the time. Well, nonverbal communication is also, like, different culturally. Mm-hmm. And, like, some cultures rely more on nonverbal communication than mm-hmm. other cultures. And I feel like Americans rely on it, like, less than other cultures do. We, like, train more to just, like, say what we're thinking rather than, like, have more, like, subtle. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Canadians and English people, like, definitely have a bit more of, like, a, of, uh, you know, facial expression or, you know, making a noise, meaning something. It's also interesting because with me and Alex both being autistic, we'll make noises sometimes, and I always go, like, what? And he's, like, Literally just making a noise. I do make noises a lot too. But yeah. also I'd say like in black culture, like you can have a full conversation by just looking oh, at each other. True, yeah. <laughs> I'd say in black culture, it's very prominent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I, I misspoke in, in white American culture. <laughs> well, also I think Jews do it too. Like Jews communicate with just like. Yeah. I know. I, I A lot of people will say like nonverbal communication is like a major part of communication. Like yeah. way more than we think that it is. Uh-huh. Or people you've been around a lot, like me and I think me and my sister, if like my mom walked by and me and my sister looked at each other, we could be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like we could. Same. <laughs> but I think it's also like what you're communicating even while you're talking. Yeah. So it's not just like nonverbal. It's like the addition of the nonverbal while you're also speaking. Yeah. yeah I think it's a part of it too. Yeah. yeah. This post made me think of a big miscommunication John and I had that came out in couples therapy where I've always talked about how like no couple shares like the workload of like domesticity Mm -hmm. 50, 50, Mm -hmm. like it's never even like chores are never even like, and, and trying to like make it even it like just like breeds resentment. Yeah. But he took that to mean that I always do more than 50%. Oh. But I just meant it's never 50-50. Like after my knee surgery, he was doing like 90%. Yeah. Like I meant it fluctuates yes. between partners. Yeah. But he thought when I was saying that, that I meant that I was always doing You're more. You're criticizing him. Right. And so oh, like no. that came out and I was like, oh my God, that's not what I meant at all. Yeah. I meant it like when I'm more busy with work, you do more stuff. When you're mm-hmm. more busy with work, I do more stuff. Like it goes back and forth. But like, thank God that came up or like for the rest of our lives, he would have thought that I meant it in a bad way. Yeah. You have to communicate in a relationship like down to the nitty gritty like you cannot assume anything because it's similarly with Alex similar stuff where I'll like think oh it must mean this and he's like what no it's been so revolutionary to see things not as I jump to they are but as like the other person is telling me they are and then believe that mm-hmm. Ugh. I know John will also just sigh all the time I'll be like what's wrong and I was like nothing I do. Yeah, just letting out air. <laughs> just like the way, my, someone, <laughs> the way sugar I, sighs all the time. I sigh yeah. because it feels good to take a deep breath. Like oh. it just feels good. And yeah. it's kind of like a, a reset for me. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. That makes sense. I saw in the comments someone talking about how sometimes like in bad relationships, people will like use these noises to keep you on eggshells. Oh, like, interesting. Like, like if your partner's just like, I mean, I've dealt with this and your partner's just like, <sighs> and then it's you're expected to be like, what's wrong? But if you don't, you're in big fucking trouble. Terrifying. 
I've I've not been in relationships like okay, that. whatever. I've I, seen relationships. I've seen like it, that. but it just like I can't even. It just like breaks my heart. It must have been oh. so terrible. Oh, thanks. That's <laughs> nice of you to say. Yeah, it sounds awful. Could you ever feel relaxed around? No, them? there was a lot of um, nonverbal communication that was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was sort of like, well, why aren't you reading these things? Was this like it from the beginning, or it like gradually became like? Were you like afraid like? The first month or it became that? I don't remember because we were long distance. Definitely. Yeah, it was definitely like reading into a lot of stuff. Like I remember being in the car and I was like so scared because I wasn't really allowed to drive because I drove too fast. I would always kind of be the passenger. And if I was looking at my phone, it was like not okay because I was ignoring them and they, they were bored and I was leaving them to be bored. If I wasn't looking at my phone, it was like I'm expecting stuff from them while they're busy. If I was on my phone and I got a text, I had to be like, they're going to think I'm talking to like a love interest or something. So I have to, I have to say who it is. So like, if someone would text me, I got so used to being like, it's my sister. Oh, I got a text. It's Allison. Like uh, saying out loud, just cause I was like, if I looked at my phone and answered a text message, it didn't say who it was. I could feel the like, oh, oh my God, gosh. Awful. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Well, I hope I hope you never feel that way again. Um, I do like to know who John's texting, but I think it's just because I'm so nosy. Yeah, you're just nosy. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be upset regardless of who he's texting. I just like to know what's up. Yeah. What if he's like, <laughs> it's Gabe? Well, yeah, you're sometimes in, it is. Yeah. You're in the group. You're in our group chat. So. But sometimes I feel like you guys chat. But just the two of you separately. He does send me weird videos of you and says, <laughs> put this on AllisonRaskinExposed.com. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah, he, uh, he did say that. Yeah, I guess I'm just so nosy. Like, I always, like, want to know what he's doing. It's probably so annoying for him. <laughs> like, he was just, like, on his computer the other day, and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm doing internet stuff. And I was like, but, but what? <laughs> I would be annoyed. I would kill you. I would kill you. Sometimes I'm just on the internet. I don't know what part. Like, I just snap back in, and I'm like, I don't know how I got here, you know? I but was, it was clear that he was doing something. And so oh. I didn't understand why he wouldn't just tell me what he was doing. But sometimes it's embarrassing or it's not worth explaining. Like yes. I was, I was hanging out with Sarah and we were like in my room and I opened my computer to show her something. And the first thing that popped up was a Reddit page that was like, which celebrity deaths do you find the most suspicious? <laughs> well, that's like anyone who knows you Reading would assume like, that was what you'd be looking at. I guess so. And then I was like, oh, sorry. I've been reading this for days. <laughs> what, which celebrity death do you find the most suspicious? Well, here's what's annoying. Reddit, if you're listening. Well, is this people, is a Reddit show. I know. Is that people would go, well, not a celebrity, but this local TV anchor. And I'd be like, no. That's not I allowed. I don't want that. I want celebrity. Or they'd be like, oh, not a celebrity, but a guy in my town. No. That means that the the people that are running that subreddit aren't doing a very good job because I would, I would kick them out. Exactly. You're not, follow, you're not answering the question. Right. Don't not answer the question. Cause then when you start kicking people out, then people start following the rules. That's why you have to mm -hmm. do I'm things. I'm so afraid of you. There was, there was Please one that I didn't. You're there's people that I do want to be afraid of me and you are not one of them. That's nice. Well, that's I nice. am though. Yeah. Middling. <laughs> that's fine. I understand. I get it. There's just, you know, some like tough I'm, love. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> I would argue a weather person would count as a celebrity. If, you're, a on, if local, you're on TV. Local. But they're a local celebrity. That's different to me than just somebody in my town. To, then they need to post it in their local. <laughs> that's what 
I'm celebrity. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not a, if it's not a celebrity to the vast majority, then they're not a celebrity. Uh, don't tell Gabe that because Gabe thinks that they're a celebrity. I'm a gay celebrity. Yeah, that is also in, the, in, in gay culture. Gabe is a celebrity. Yeah, gay, gay famous. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out. And I think the not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. Truvega is owned by Electrocore and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy-to-use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit Truvega.com, T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com, and enter promo code JUSTBETWEENUS to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast, and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code JUSTBETWEENUS. Someone DM'd us, a fan actually, and said, in our legal advice, um, most of the people responding are cops. Really? (laughs) Yeah. This person was like, hey, you guys should know that like with our legal advice, if somebody comments and is like, hey, this is not like this is whatever, like they're like fishing for like what are people doing that's illegal. Really? Like they'll be like, what's like, hey, can am I able to do this? Like, is it illegal if I do this? And then like cops will like troll it to be like what are the ways people are getting around laws and stuff i hate the cops yeah so anyway someone just dm'd us on uh i forgot dm'd us to say that um our legal advice is mostly the police <laughs> fuck the popos <laughs> yeah okay my next post that i'd love to share is from the subreddit delta it's be real <gasps> wow this is a really good one you guys this is a really good one and if you um, follow me on uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash gay best done, you can see my B-reels. 
And if you follow on patreon.com slash JBU, you can see it live. Yeah. yeah. Just, just between <laughs> us pod, you can see me live taking the be real that then will go up on my- <laughs> I thought it was patreon.com slash just between us. Just between, is it just between I us? I think it's just between It's just us. between us. Sorry. Oh yeah. my God. Um. Phew. Okay, so I, I at first I was worried that this Delta subreddit was like by Delta. And I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care. <laughs> but it's people complaining about oh Delta, which is much better. Yeah, that's like the DoorDash one is people complaining about DoorDash. Right. Okay, so this is labeled discussion. And I, I think that we might get heated about this, which is my intention. Okay. Lady insisted I switch window seat for her middle seat instead of her husband's window seat. What? Delta flight attendant backed her up. What? Mm-mm. I know this sub gets saturated with seat switching stories, but I think I just experienced the worst one I've ever heard of. I booked a window seat months ahead of time for a flight for work as I get severe nausea if I can't look out the window on a flight. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting next to two kids who appear to be around 12 to 14 years old. Their mother appears and directs me to move to her seat so she can sit next to her kids. She didn't ask me to switch. She told me I would be moving. Oh, God. I looked at where her seat is, and it's a middle seat in the second to last row. No. Her husband is sitting in the window seat in that same row. I tell her that I make a point of booking a window seat over the wing to help with my nausea, but I understand wanting to sit next to your kids so I can switch seats with her husband for his window seat, even though there's more movement in the back of the plane. She responds, I shit you not. Don't bring my husband into this. This about needing to sit next to my kids. Okay, she hates her husband. Or the husband doesn't want to be a father. Yeah. We went back and forth a bit where I kept pointing out that her own husband wasn't willing to take a middle seat to allow her to sit next to her kids. Again and again, she kept saying, don't bring my husband into this. Oh my God. It went nowhere. So I told her that I was sorry. I wasn't, but I wasn't moving. She responded by calling me a child. <gasps> The thing that irritated me the most is that she called the flight attendant who then took her side. Even after I offered one final time to change seats with the husband and the lady refusing that offer. The flight attendant also directed, again, not asked, but told me to move and exchange seats with this woman. I again said no, put my headphones in and turned the music up. Hell yeah. After a bit, the lady called me a selfish asshole and took her seat. The flight attendant also went back to her other duties. Wow, this is such a bad example to the children. Right? It's been eight hours since we landed, and I can't stop thinking about the audacity it takes to insist a total stranger switch to a middle seat to allow a family to fly together when her own husband refused to take that same downgrade. I hope this doesn't affect me on future Delta flights. Edit, it's been pointed out to me I should make a clarification. The flight attendant wasn't insistent that I move seats, though she did say, sir, just move seats with her, or something akin to that more than once. Oh, interesting. This is so wild, and also um, I feel like really exposes, like, bad dad culture, Mm -hmm. where it's like everything is on the mother to do, and it's like as if the father isn't even a a parent. (laughs) But... These kids are of age where they can stay home by themselves. So I don't feel like they needed their mother next to them anyway. Yeah, they can sit, right. where, they can yes. sit by themselves. So you think that the husband was saying, I you th- don't need to sit next to them? I don't know if that was it, but I just don't know why she had to sit by them. Right. But I think there's a lot of issues going on. And yeah. 
this makes me so mad. I would have been so, I'm like, I got like my blood boiled reading yeah. it. Oh, yeah, because I do the same thing. I always book over the wing next to the window. For nausea? Yep. Oh. oh, and um, I read somewhere that that's usually the most. I don't know if it's true, but ever since then I've done it, and I don't go anywhere else. And so when I was coming back from um, Dominican Republic, this woman was sitting in my seat, and I was like, "That's my seat," and I kept insisting. And I showed her my thing, and she's like, "No, this is my seat." I'm like, "It literally says right here that this is my seat. I know that that's my seat. I know what I booked." arguing with me arguing with me and then she show you her ticket and then her husband goes can you can i see your ticket to the wife and he looks at and just goes yeah and then she kept arguing with me and then finally he said yeah in terms of what that she had the wrong seat yes oh my god and then finally she moved after i just was insistent like i wasn't backing so was she meant to be like the aisle but she was in the window Mm -hmm. Mm. yep and i also like to have control of the window Shade. Sure. Yeah. And I do not pee on planes no matter how long the flight is. What? And so I like to be on the inside so then people aren't crawling over me. You don't pee on planes? I, yeah. I'd rather get whatever something messed up than to use an airplane bathroom. I just consider myself in, totally contaminated on an airplane. So as long as I can completely clean myself and everything that was on the airplane and touch the airplane, then I'm okay. But so I will pee on an airplane. This is a mental illness podcast. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, duh. Like, I, <laughs> oh, I uh, was working on my TikTok bio and like finagling it, and I was, and then I was thinking about that I wanted it to say I could it possibly, but you know, with Olive Garden, it's like if you're here, you're family. Uh-huh. Where I would be like, if you're here, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, liter- Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine just says assigned annoying at birth, which I feel like really sums up the whole situation. Did you come up with that term? Yeah. I think that's very clever. It is. Assigned annoying at birth. It was so clever. I wondered if it was like a saying that people said. No. That's great. great. Good job. Thanks. Has dealing with stress and trying to get more focused a New Year's resolution you haven't cracked yet or don't really know how to fix? I have a lot of trouble staying focused and I also get super stressed out and I think that not being able to stay focused really dovetails with that. So if there was a way for me to keep my focus that didn't also cause my brain to get so scattered with stress, I would love to be able to fix it. I sometimes can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy realizing that there are things I need to do on the Just Between Us Instagram account. So I'll be like fully writing something and all of a sudden my brain will go, JBU Instagram, have to post on social media. Truvega is a handheld product that stimulates the vagus nerve to improve overall health and wellness. Stimulating the vagus nerve with Truvega helps to balance and strengthen the nervous system, which reduces stress, increases focus, improves mood, and improves sleep. Truvega is owned by Electrocore and uses its patented technology for overall health and wellness benefits. Its utilized technology is the most clinically studied and tested vagus nerve therapy available. Customizable sessions are only two minutes long. Recommended usage is one session in the morning and one at night. Truvega comes programmed with 350 sessions, which if used twice a day will last approximately six months. It's drug-free and easy to use therapy to help improve your health. No app or phone is required. We offer free standard shipping, payment plan options, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's only available in the U.S. at this time. Visit Truvega.com. 
T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com and enter promo code just between us to enhance your wellness journey, support this podcast and receive $15 off. That's T-R-U-V-A-G-A.com. Check out promo code just between us. about this actually because i found a really fun subreddit not fun but smart subreddit called not a drag queen where it's basically like it chronicles all the things that are like uh abuse against children Mm -hmm. grooming Mm -hmm. everything like that that's happening that are not being done by a drag queen yeah Yeah. i've Uh, seen an instagram or tiktok like this account like this yeah so it's like like, you know, former mega church pastor imprisoned in drug smuggling, Florida youth pastor and softball coach arrested for sexual conduct with minors, like Wisconsin firefighter no longer employed after child abuse arrest. Like all these things where it's like you guys think that drag queens and gay people are doing all this stuff. And here's like a full list of mostly, I will say, pastors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and people in religion that are doing stuff against children. Yep. Cops, a lot of cops, a lot of um, coaches, like people that you are like, oh, yeah, they can go near my kid. But no, but somehow not a drag queen. Interesting. Curious. Um, so I found a thing here that was um, who's making news tracking who is really committing crimes against children. And it's a website called who is making It's by this uh, person, Kristen Brody. And it's a site that goes with um, her TikTok series. Who's making news for sex crimes against children? And it's just religious employees, 350, transgender, three, drag queen, zero. I'm surprised it's even three for transgender. And that's like among, you know, thousands and thousands of here's the data from 2,839 cases. Wow. So who are we really, who should we really be regulating? So I think that's a very great use of Reddit. I I think so too. It's a time for Reddit or not. It is. I'll go. Deadly spatulas mm. oh. <laughs> i've been hit on the bottom with a spatula really in a sexual way i figured yep be weirder if it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know Parents it could have been a spanking stuff you know yeah was I, it metal or plastic like the uh silicon ones oh yeah okay here's one cleaning tips Ooh. Forgot to run the dishwasher for a few days and my wooden spatula got moldy. Is it salvageable or dangerous to use? Disgusting. It is dangerous because the pores get in. Wood is porous. Absolutely toss it. Yes. So I think like that's another way that a spatula could kill you. Oh, that's interesting. That is a dangerous spatula. Yeah, but it's a spoon though, not a spatula. Well, this one says a wooden spatula. This one said plastic spatula. Could it poison me? Oh, so, so people actually, are we're pretty worried about their spatulas. Yeah. So actually, spatulas could, if they're melted, it's like our plastic. If it's melted, they're saying, would you melted a bit of plastic spatula on my pan? Is it okay? Do I have to clean it? Someone said, if you needed to kill someone with a, one with a spatula in a restaurant, how would you kill them? What's it say? With a spatula in a restaurant, it's my MO. I don't Oh, like they're like, that's what I do. And then, no, and then somebody said MO and they said mortal enemy. Wouldn't it be M-E? I don't know. T-B-H. L-O-L. What? Oh, God. No okay. Yeah. Wait, does anyone give it a, re- a way they would kill? Use it to you- make an undercooked burger. Mm-hmm. Oh. Break the tip of the spatula so there's a sharp piece protruding and use it as a shank. Uh-huh. Stick it in my ass. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Sear it in oil first. Wow. This came with more results than I was expecting. 
<laughs> and you came up with it very fast. Thank you. Did something happen? No. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for listening. We will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us. And if you want to listen to the whole thing, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash justbetweenus. And if you're not able to subscribe at the moment, we'll be back on Monday with a full episode of Too Long Did Read It. Um, I'm so sorry. I found a picture of you guys are going to die. It's it's someone making burgers while camping, but they didn't have a spatula and they put a stick through a through a beer can. Soda, beer, a beer can. Oh, gross. Um, I want to take a moment to thank our patrons, Cassandra, Jada, Shelby, Callie, and Addie. Thank you all so much for subscribing. It means the world to us. Yeah, baby. Bye. Bye. Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Emprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.